We are not forbidden to have or to express our own opinions. In fact, the Bible tells us to judge things. We are, for instance, to test the spirits to see if they are from God. And we are to test everything and hold only to the good. It's a very good morning, my dear friends, and uh, we praise the Lord God Almighty. His work is still going on in our lives, and the Lord is calling us to go out and expand and extend the kingdom of God to the ends of the earth. And um, there are many things that uh, hinder our progress in so doing, and one of these hindrances is a spirit, is a judgmental spirit. And uh, that is what uh, Jesus is dealing with, dealing with today. And I pray that he, we shall discover that this is a sin that we need to confess. Let us pray as we begin. Father, we thank you for being with us and for your promise to, for, for a, a, a um, life with you eternally, in your glory. You came down, Lord, to teach us how to live, how to give up our sinful lives and adopt ourselves to the life in your kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for dying on our behalf we thank you for the blood that was shed at Calvary. It's now up to us to live the life which you have not only taught us, but demonstrated for us. And we pray in the wonderful name of Christ Jesus, our loving Savior. Amen. <clears throat> now, we are now beginning uh, the last chapter of the Sermon on the Mount. I'm talking about uh, uh, chapter 7. And in chapter 7, Jesus deals with um, um, uh, several issues or subjects that may uh, uh, be, appear as if they are unconnected. But when you look at them deeply, um, you will actually discover that there is a flow. Just like we said before, Right from the beginning, the, from the Beatitudes up to now, Jesus has had a theme, and we shall we shall we shall we shall we shall come to it uh, later on in our in our discussion. Not today, but as we as we go along. Uh, but it is basically the kingdom of God. Uh, in, in anyhow, uh, today Jesus is talking to us about judging others. He's, talk, he's teaching against judging others. So we are going to read uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 6, but we are able today to deal just with one subject, the matter of judging others, um, which we shall find in verses 1 and 2. So let us read now, chapter 7, 1 to 6. The Lord Jesus says, do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way, as you judge others, you will be judged. And we, the measure you use, it will be measured to you. 
Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pay. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Amen. Let me say right from the beginning that Jesus came to build relationships and to establish the kingdom of God on earth into which all are welcome without discrimination. His vision for his church, as described by Paul in the book of Ephesians, is that the church may be built up as one body until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants. That's Ephesians chapter 4. Therefore, this message, my dear friends, is intended for us today, the church of Jesus Christ, not just the crowd Jesus spoke to, or his disciples that he spoke to, uh, as recorded by Matthew. And so the message is, do not judge, or you too will be judged. Now the tendency to judge others is quite common. It's common um, actually to all of us. Um, and, 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 and we feel justified when we judge people or criticize them. One person might be hard telling another or saying about another, okay, you are a liar or he's a liar or you are lying. Um, it was your fault. You are not good enough or you are lazy. In John chapter 8, verse 48, the Jews told Jesus, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon possessed? The Jews were often very critical of others, and particularly so the Pharisees. So, my dear friends, when you criticize others, whether you feel justified or not, you are being a Pharisee. And indeed, there are so many, there still exist Pharisees in our church. And I could be one, or you could be one. So let us pay attention to our Lord. Now, the Jews regarded themselves to be special, to be one of a kind, um, primarily because they had the law and the prophets. I know they were, they were the only nation to whom God appeared and, uh, and spoke to directly. Uh, God constantly remind, I mean, uh, assured them of his everlasting love. And even the prophets often um, describe the Jews as the apple of God's eye. <laughs> uh, for these reasons, for these reasons, for these privileges, you know, the, 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 the Jews had made, the, uh, you know, had, made, had become proud and, and contemptuous and very critical 
of others uh, whom they regarded as being undeserving of God's attention. You remember, for instance, um, Jonah refusing to go to take the gospel to, to Nineveh. And, and considering themselves to be without sin, the Jews, particularly the Pharisees, had assumed the right to judge other people, such as the Gentiles and the tax collectors, and others declaring them to be unclean. They even judged Jesus Christ and had him crucified, the very Son of God. Now, what does Jesus mean then in this matter of judging others or we shall be judged? Especially considering that he's speaking to believers, that he's speaking to his church. Who is going to judge us? Now, do not judge. By do not judge, Jesus does not mean that it is wrong to pass any unfavorable judgment on the conduct and opinion of others. We are not forbidden to have or to express our own opinions. In fact, the Bible tells us to judge things. We are, for instance, to test the spirits to see if they are from God. And we are to test everything and hold only to the good. Secondly, we are to judge between right and wrong. We, this is a teaching of the Bible. The church and even schools must judge in order to maintain discipline. The magistrate must judge in order to determine the guilt or innocence of an accused person. It is not wrong to point out the obvious sins of others. Failure to do so would actually allow all manner of evil to go unchallenged. Heretics and false teachers would have a few day and the church would most definitely fall into the hands of the wicked. Now, what our Lord is condemning is being judgmental. And that is judging a person rather than the person's sin. Jesus condemns a fault-finding spirit, a readiness to blame others for minor and insignificant faults, a habit of passing hasty judgments, and a habit of magnifying minor errors and make them appear to be a matter of life and death. Instead, we are to be considerate of others and treat them with kindness and with love. Now, Jesus also uh, offers reasons why we should not judge, verses 1 and 5 to 5. And uh, this is what he says. We are not to judge so that you will not be judged. Jesus means you will be judged by God, not by people, not the people you have judged. Well, this may happen and it happens, but Jesus is concerned, he's talking about uh, judgment before God, after this life. Now, friends, I am aware that the Bible in Romans 8.1 declares that believers in Christ 
are no longer subject to condemnation um, because they're in Christ Jesus. Furthermore, Jesus assured his, I mean, his followers or believers uh, that those who are in Christ have eternal life and will not be condemned for they have crossed from death to life. Yet, the Bible also does say that the righteous will appear before the judgment throne of God to be judged in order to test the quality of their work and also that believers will be judged for what they have done in this life, whether good or evil. Death is means things done while you are a believer. First and second Corinthians uh, deal with this subject. Um, now, clearly, these, these judgments are not the kind of judgment that determine our eternal destiny because that was decided when you first believed in Jesus Christ. When you put our faith in Christ, you have the gift of eternal life. Um, and eternal means eternal. They do not determine the judgment. Our judgment of believers does not determine their eternal destiny, but their rewards. Their reward judgments. Um, sadly, we believers normally tend to associate judgment after death with sin against God alone. Today, Jesus is warning us that sin against other people is equally subject to judgment. Sinning against other people is a sin, just like it is a sin, you know, to fall short of God's glory. Uh, do not judge or you too will be judged, says our Lord. You will be judged furthermore with the same standard that you have set for others. This simply means this. If we do not want to be judged, in the life to come, we, we should stop judging people right now in this life. Romans 2, 1 to 3, um, in, 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 in general, generally, I mean, very briefly says, you cannot be a judge because you are doing the same things. In other words, a sinner cannot judge another sinner. So it is wrong. That's why it is wrong, among other things, to judge others. First Corinthians 4, 5, do not judge. I mean, the message is do not judge, but wait until the Lord comes because he will come with all the information. He will review all the things we have done you know, and then he will judge. James, on the other hand, in chapter 4, verses 11 to 12, um, says, you know, there's only one judge. There's only one lawgiver and judge, namely the Lord Jesus Christ. He does not only judge, but also saves. So you see, Christ corrects people in order to restore them into a proper relationship. We often criticize people uh, because we don't like them, because we, 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 we want them to, be, to keep away from us. Uh, and and that, that's why we, we, we are not 
qualified to judge anyone. So how do we apply this to our lives then? Do not judge or you'll be judged. Now, first of all, let me say that to judge others is to place ourselves in the place of God. We have already seen the scriptures saying, God alone is a lawgiver and the judge leave judgment to him. A critical spirit does not build, but destroy relationships. And we have to talk about it. The breakup of families, of marriages, even the church being divided, nations splitting up because of these things that crit criticism or discrimination over very small things. It is unworthy of our Lord who came to build one community of God's people here on earth. So let me invite you to, to join me in searching our own hearts and asking ourselves, do I have a critical spirit? Am I judgmental? Am I ov overly critical of others? Do I judge the person rather than his sin? My friend, if I continue to judge others in the manner condemned by Christ, I stand in danger of being judged myself and being judged by, same, by the same measure I have applied to judge others. Now, this actually, spirit of judgment, it may be evidence of a lack of maturity. Jesus wants to build himself a church that will grow in unity, um, you know, uh, from infancy to maturity. This spirit of criticism may very well point to, us, to, to, to a lack of maturity. So a judgmental and divisive spirit actually was one of the chief sins of the, of the Corinthian church. They criticized each other. They even criticized Paul. Um, and, and, and they chose even to listen to false prophets and accuse Paul of not being uh, an apostle. Um, do not judge, therefore, says our Lord, or you will be judged. And therefore, my friends, if the Lord has revealed to us that indeed we do have, or you and I have a spirit, a judgmental spirit, that we are over critical of others, then the Lord is inviting us today to repent, to confess this as a sin that it may be forgiven. For if we don't, we shall too be judged after this life. Those, so there's no time for correction. The time for correction is now. The time to confess and to repent is now. Now, my friends, we have come very far. Uh, we, we, we've, we've taken a, a good um, many days to reach where we are in the consideration of the Sermon of the Mount. And we shall soon be completing this. But you see, it is not just a matter of completing. What did Jesus intend when he taught this message? He taught people to stop living that people of the world, to give up, 
to turn their back on the world and all the things of the world, including the character, the things that we do in the world, and adopt ourselves to the characteristics, to the behavior, and to the conduct of the kingdom of heaven. Friends, if we don't qualify, if we don't change, we may not qualify then to enter into that glorious kingdom of our Lord. Now, um, many have been invited, but um, very few, very few make it because this world is, we love this world just too much. So let us pray together and repent to the Lord and ask for his forgiveness. Now, among us, there may be people who have never given their life to Jesus. And they, perhaps they, are, they ask themselves, how can I receive Jesus into my life? How can I be born again? The thing to do is to acknowledge that I have sinned and I fall short of God's glory. I have sinned. I have offended God and I have offended other people. And ask the Lord in very simple terms, tell him, Lord, I have sinned. I am a sinner. Forgive me. And that is enough if it, if, if it has been done sincerely. But then there are uh, those among us also, maybe me included, who are believers, but we are critical of others. We can never miss an opportunity to tell off somebody. We think that we are correcting them, but actually we are embittering them with our very bitter words. It is time to repent, my friends. I, I, and I want to lead you in. I, I confess, my Lord, that I'm not exactly what you want me to be. I'm not perfect in any way. I have been critical of others. I have been judgmental. Please forgive me, Lord, and fill me with your Holy Spirit that I may be empowered to walk in love, to walk on the path of righteousness. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you so much.